Hello and welcome everybody to the F1 show. I'm your host Stefan G and you're tuning into episode 59 French Grand Prix Sunday Review. Formula 1 Championship leader Lewis Hamilton absolutely dominated the French Grand Prix, leading every lap from pole position to extend his lead in the championship to 36 points. Hamilton comfortably defeated teammate Valtteri Bottas at Paul Ricard as Charles Leclerc completed the podium for Ferrari, whose lead driver Sebastian Vettel is now 76 points behind Hamilton after finishing 5th. Vettel failed to make much progress from 7th on the grid, although a bonus point for fastest lap after making a late pit stop for fresh tires provided a thin silver lining. Hamilton held the lead at the start and only edged clear by a small margin over the first half of the opening stint. However, the longer the drivers eked out their medium tires, the bigger Hamilton's advantage became. He was more than 8 seconds clear when Bottas blinked first and pitted for hard tires on lap 23. Hamilton stayed out an extra lap, Mercedes having extended their driver's stints to make sure they were far enough ahead of Vettel to rejoin ahead, as the Ferrari stayed out even longer. After the pit stops, Hamilton stretched his advantage further and, after a brief back-and-forth battle with Bottas for fastest lap, the gap extended to 18 seconds by the flag. A muted Bottas at least returned to the runner-up position for the first time in three races, although the damage done by Hamilton's fourth straight victory could be significant for the Finn's title hopes. Behind the two Mercedes, Leclerc hung on to Bottas' tail gamely in the first of the Ferraris. Leclerc hounded Bottas to the flag, albeit always a few seconds adrift, as he scored his second podium finish in a row. The 21-year-old had to overcome a fierce first lap challenge from Max Verstappen after the two ran side by side down to turn 3 for the first time. Leclerc was boxed in by Bottas into turn 2, which gave Verstappen momentum around the outside before Leclerc edged clear as they approached the next corner. After that point, Verstappen gradually slipped back from Leclerc and his attentions turned to keep Vettel at bay. Vettel closed to just 3 seconds behind in the first stint, but after pitting several laps later than the Red Bull, he rejoined 5.9 seconds adrift and fell further and further away. That gave Verstappen, who struggled with some lag on the throttle early on, breathing space and, much, and meant Vettel had too much time to make up when he started to close in again in the final few laps. Ferrari therefore pitted Vettel with 2 laps remaining, bolted on a fresh set of soft tires and released him to chase the fastest lap. Vettel pumped in at 1 minute, 32.74 seconds on the final lap to steal the bonus point from Hamilton by just 24 hundredths of a second, after Hamilton had set a new fastest lap on the final lap as well. Behind the Ferrari, McLaren won the best of the rest battle with Carlos Sainz in 6th. Sainz jumped teammate Lando Norris on the opening lap when Norris found himself with nowhere to go at turn 1 and had to back out, handing Sainz momentum and the position. Norris did well to even finish after battling hydraulics problem that got worse as the race progressed and presented braking and steering problems for the rookie. He ran 7th until the very last lap when his problems became too much to overcome and he slipped behind Daniel Ricciardo's Renault, the Alfa Romeo of Kimi Raikkonen and Nico Hülkenberg in the other Renault. Ricciardo attacked the ailing Norris on the outside at the chicane but ran deep, so Norris scored the throttle and tried to repass him through the second part of the corner but went too wide after Ricciardo squeezed him and took to the runoff. That triggered multiple cars running side by side as Raikkonen and Hülkenberg got in on the battle, with Ricciardo claiming 7th ahead of Raikkonen, Hülkenberg and the defeated Norris. Here is how the drivers crossed the finish line of the French Grand Prix.
First, Lewis Hamilton. Second, Valtteri Bottas. Third, Charles Leclerc. Fourth, Max Verstappen. Fifth, Sebastian Vettel. Sixth, Carlos Sainz Jr. Seventh, Kimi Raikkonen. Eighth, Nico Hülkenberg. Ninth, Lando Norris. Tenth, Pierre Gasly. Eleventh, Daniel Ricciardo. Twelfth, Sergio Perez. Thirteenth, Lance Stroll. Fourteenth, Daniel Kvyat. Fifteenth, Alex Alban. Sixteenth, Antonio Giovinazzi. Seventeenth, Kevin Magnussen. Eighteenth, Robert Kubica. Nineteenth, George Russell. And the driver who didn't finish, Romain Grosjean. Here are the driver standings after the French Grand Prix. First, Lewis Hamilton, 187 points. Second, Valtteri Bottas, 151 points. Third, Sebastian Vettel, 111 points. Fourth, Max Verstappen, 100 points. Fifth, Charles Leclerc, 87 points. Sixth, Pierre Gasly, 37 points. Seventh, Carlos Sainz Jr., 26 points. Eighth, Kimi Raikkonen, 19 points. Ninth, Daniel Ricciardo, 16 points. Tenth, Nico Hülkenberg, 16 points. Eleventh, Kevin Magnussen, 14 points. Twelfth, Lando Norris, 14 points. Thirteenth, Sergio Perez, 12 points. Fourteenth, Daniel Kvyat, 10 points. Fifteenth, Alex Albon, 7 points. Sixteenth, Lance Stroll, 6 points. Seventeenth, Roman Grosjean, 2 points. And the drivers with 0 points, Antonio Giovinazzi, George Russell and Robert Kubica. Here are the team standings after the French Grand Prix. Mercedes, 338 points. Second, Ferrari, 198 points. Third, Red Bull Racing, 137 points. Fourth, McLaren, 40 points. Fifth, Renault F1 team, 32 points. Sixth, Racing Point, 19 points. Seventh, Alfa Romeo, 19 points. Eighth, Toro Rosso, 17 points. Ninth, Haas F1 team, 16 points. And tenth, Williams, with 0 points. Sebastian Vettel believes Ferrari failed to accomplish its objective for the French Grand Prix, as its updates didn't allow it to substantially reduce the deficit to its Formula 1 rival Mercedes. Ferrari brought revised wings and brake ducts as part of an update package for Paul Ricard, but the new parts earned mixed reviews, particularly from Vettel, who said the team reverted most of them before qualifying. The fastest Ferrari in qualifying, that of teammate Charles Leclerc, was some 6 tenths slower than the pole-setting Mercedes, although Leclerc went on to pressure Valtteri Bottas for 2nd place in the race, while Vettel himself recovered from 7th on the grid to 5th. Vettel felt his result was the best possible given where he started, and said he was pretty happy with that, but added that the bigger news for us is that Mercedes is still ahead of us and we need to find a way to catch them. I think we wanted to close the gap to Mercedes by a decent amount, and we didn't, Vettel said. So in that regard we have to be honest, we failed. But I think nevertheless we tried everything we could, I think Charles podium is a little bit of satisfaction. But yeah, as I said, the big objective was to come here and close the gap, but we had to unfortunately learn that our parts weren't working the way we were expecting them. Vettel switched to a fresh set of soft tires late on and duly picked up the extra point for the fastest lap, but his last ditch attempt was just 0.24 hundredths of a second quicker than race winner Lewis Hamilton's final lap on severely worn hard tires, and for Vettel this offered a glimpse into how big Mercedes' advantage really was. It was really tight, I don't know if we had a problem. I couldn't discharge the battery completely, otherwise it should have been a bit safer to get the fastest lap," he explained. But it also shows I think how much pace they have in hand, if they want to, they just go a lot faster. So that means there's a lot of work for us, which we know from qualifying pace, etc. So we need to make sure we get closer to put them under pressure.
Daniel Ricciardo has dropped from 7th place to 11th in the final results of the French Grand Prix, after receiving two separate penalties for incidents on the last lap. Alfa Romeo driver Kimi Raikkonen now moves up to 7th, with McLaren's Landon Norris 8th, Ricciardo's teammate Nicky Hülkenberg 9th and Red Bull's Pierre Gasly moving into the points in 10th. Ricciardo was involved in a fraud battle for 7th place with Norris and Raikkonen, which saw him twice go off the track firstly while battling the McLaren driver at turns 8 and 9, and secondly while trying to pass the Alfa Romeo on the straight after that. The stewards reviewed the evidence and decided that the two incidents should be considered separately. In the first, Ricciardo was judged to have left the circuit and rejoined unsafely, forcing another driver off the track. The stewards described the action thus, Ricciardo started to pass Norris on the outside at turn 8. At the exit of the corner, he distinctly left the track and the stewards determined that he rejoined at an angle that forced Norris off the track to avoid the collision. The stewards accepted Ricciardo's explanation that when he was rejoining the track, he had slowed considerably, going down extra gears and knocking up the front left tire. He also stated that the rumble strips in the turn made the car more difficult to control. However, the stewards considered that the sequence of events constituted rejoining the track unsafely and he subsequently took the position from Norris. In the second incident, Ricciardo was deemed to have left the track and gained a lasting advantage passing another car, while repassing Raikkonen, who had jumped ahead when the Australian tangled with Norris. The stewards noted, following the incident at turn 8 with Norris, Raikkonen managed to pass both Norris and Ricciardo. Ricciardo, who by then had regained control of his car, then chased Raikkonen from turn 9 and subsequently passed Raikkonen. Raikkonen defended his position on the straight, moving slightly to the right. However, Raikkonen never put any part of his car off the track and he did not make any move to the right while any part of Ricciardo's car was alongside and did not crowd Ricciardo off the track. To make the pass, Ricciardo drove off the track and then subsequently completed the pass, gaining a lasting advantage. The stewards reviewed the case to see if it was a continuation of the previous incident. However, Ricciardo clearly had regained control of the car following his incident with Norris and the pass off track with a separate incident. Speaking before he was summoned to the stewards, Ricciardo made it clear that he'd done his best to stay on track while battling Norris. I'm sure they watched the onboard, but the thing is, obviously I did all I could to stay on the track, but with this new surface as well, you can see there's a shiny line which is full of grip, anything off that is really like marbles, Ricciardo said. I was trying to do my best to stay on. To be honest, for the team I really hope we keep the points, but for my side I'm glad I tried. I have no regrets whatever happens, because it's the last lap, it's a position and it's never my style to sit back and be the conservative one in battle. Lewis Hamilton says boring Formula 1 races are not the driver's fault and insisted the blame lies at the rule makers for a constant cycle of making bad decisions. Hamilton dominated Sunday's French Grand Prix, winning by 18 seconds after a straightforward race with little action to earn his sixth victory in eight races, maintained Mercedes' 100% record at the start of the season. He said he understood why races were being perceived as boring, but urged people not to point the finger at the drivers. We don't write the rules, he said, we have nothing to do with the money shift between the teams and all that stuff, you should put the pressure on the people that are at the head, that should be doing the job. I think they're trying to, but for many, many years they've made bad decisions. Asked if he had ever considered snow showboating by allowing rivals ahead of him to spice up the action, Hamilton said that he can't win, however he achieved success. He said he had really enjoyed his battle in Canada after hounding Sebastian Vettel throughout the Grand Prix, despite only winning because of his rival's 5-second penalty. Hamilton added, 
Those are the races that generally people enjoy most. These ones, like the French Grand Prix, are not the ones people enjoy most. I think it's important for people to realize it's not the driver's fault. This is a constant cycle of F1 for years and years and years, even before I got to F1. It's because the way Bernie Ecclestone had set it up, the decisions they were making back then, is still the same and until that structure changes, it will continue to be the same in my opinion. That's not my job to do that. My job is to come here and do the best I can as a driver. Though Hamilton will not do anything artificially to enhance the spectacle on track, he said he is hoping to make a difference away from races. The five-time world champion joined Renault's Nico Hülkenberg and Grand Prix Drivers Association head Alex Wurz in attending a crucial FIS summit over F1's 2021 rules in Paris last week. Do I have confidence it's going to shift massively? I have faith it's going to get better, he said, to the point where I went to Paris last week to get involved. I was in that meeting, watching all the bosses of F1, the FIA, the teams, trying to get involved. I have nothing to gain by being there. They've been making all these decisions and never once had a driver's input in that room. If that can be the decisive point that can help shift it and give fans better racing, I will be proud to be a part of that. Formula 1 sporting boss Ross Brown says he cannot wait to work with Lewis Hamilton in shaping the championship's future and says meetings are now scheduled to get more input from drivers. After dominating a procession of French Grand Prix last weekend, Hamilton was critical of F1's rulemaking process and said the series is nowhere near where it needs to be with its 2021 rules overhaul. The five-time world champion attended a meeting at the FIA earlier this month that delayed the finalization of F1's major new regulations package. In his regular post-race review, Brown said, I'm happy Lewis has confirmed his willingness to make his own contribution in the coming months, and we can't wait to work with him, particularly in each of the three meetings now scheduled. We know well that Formula 1 needs to make an important change in direction if it wants to maintain its position as one of the most followed sporting spectacles in the world. All of the key stakeholders, ourselves, the FIA and the teams, agree on the objectives and there is broad agreement on the major principles, such as the introduction of the budget cap and a fairer distribution of the revenue, while on the technical aspects we, and the FIA, have worked together with engineers from all the teams. It would be great to have an input directly from the drivers. Brown said that F1 was learning from past mistakes, highlighting the design of the new Vietnam circuit as a bespoke effort to promote spectacular racing and good passing moves. But he appeared to contest Hamilton's claim that drivers were previously frozen out of the process. The door for drivers has always been open, and it's a pity that so often in the past, this opportunity has not been taken by all the parties, and it is great to see this new initiative, said Brown. To sum up, Lewis, we're delighted with yours and all of the drivers' contributions. Brown hailed Mercedes' perfect start to the 2019 season, but also pointed out the need for a wider success spread in Grand Prix racing. He has repeatedly stated that F1 wants to create more variety at the front of the grid because it is unhappy at the lack of podium finishes outside the big three teams. If Mercedes keeps up the space, it could seal the Constructors' Championship by Monza, with a third of the season still left, said Brown. Let's be clear, Lewis, Valtteri and Mercedes are not to blame for a season verging on perfection and it should be obvious that the rule changes we want to introduce are not directed against a team that is rewriting the record books. But we must all understand that the sport we love needs more competition, so that other teams can also aspire to podium finishes and it is not just a few powerful teams that dominate," said Ross Brown. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the F1 Show, and as always, until next time my friends.